The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the third chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let me now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus had been baptized just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good and tired. Looks like we're all back to normal, aren't we? Yeah. Well, I've got a question for you. Can you remember a time when somebody told you that they loved you? Yeah. yeah. What did you feel like when they told you they loved you? Yeah. Happy? What else? Oh, yeah. Your mom says she loved you and you love her, right? Do you ever say I love you back to anybody? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's really nice when people tell us that they love us. I've got a second question for you. Has anybody ever showed you that they love you? Done something in some way that you knew, that you knew yeah, they love me. Yeah. Beckett built a fort for you. Oh, yeah. Nothing says I love you like a good fort. Oh, that makes sense. In the fort and next to the fort sometimes, right? Yeah. Anybody else? Oh, so it's a little farther away. Gotcha. Anybody else? Has anybody ever done something where you knew that they loved you? You can't remember. You know it's there, but you just can't remember a time, right? Hmm. Have you ever been surprised by fresh baked cookies? Usually you make the cookies. Oh. Well, that's still loving, isn't it? Yeah, you get to spend time with them. You get to play together. They make wonderful things. There's lots of ways that the people around you share their love for you. They teach you really neat and cool things. They help you do things that you're interested in. 
God does similar things with us. In our baptism, right here beside where Clayton is, we have water sprinkled on our head most of the time when we're really young. And this is a point in time where God begins to say out loud for everybody to hear that God loves us, that God forgives us anything that we do wrong more than thus. God claims our very own children, just like our moms and our dads, God loves us to the moon and back. God does say this over and over again so that you can know it. And God shows it with actions over and over again, just like what you've been learning, just like what you've been experiencing. God loves you. God loves you. Care if I look at my nose? God loves you. And as many times as you can, I want you to hear it. Does that make sense? This week, I want you to do two things. I want you to listen when people tell, them, tell you that they love you. Listen, really listen with your ears. And I want you to tell other people that you love them too. The people that you love, make sure they know it. Does that make sense? All right. Should we say a prayer? Let's pray. Gracious God, you bring love into our world, and we are so thankful. Thankful for the ones that tell us that they love us. Thankful for the ones that show us that they love us. Thank you for the ways that you show, that you say you love us too. Thank you for our baptisms. Thank you for time with us. And in each of our lives, help us to show and to say love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for being here, guys. You can go back to your seats. In the name of Jesus, amen. In our baptisms, water and word wash over us, and we are made new. This is something that every single confirmand has heard at one point or another, and this is something that every single person who studied baptism has heard one point or another. This is something that every single pastor in their study has heard repeatedly throughout the course of their time. And in our baptisms, water and word wash over us, and we are made new. It is easy to get to the point where this newness seems magical, where this newness changes in a way so quickly and so unlike the rest of the world that it makes us think there must be something different about these words that makes this change happen. And there must be something different about this water that makes this change happen. And truly, wonderfully, there's not. The water that we use, no matter which church you are a part of, is just water. 
It either came out of the tap or it came out of the river or it came from somewhere else. But water is water is water is water. It's water. And in your baptisms, these words have been spoken through the mouths of the human being. For some young ones in here, it was through my mouth. And through others in here, it was through the mouths of pastors that have long since gone around God's table. And every single one of those pastors, myself included, do not have magic words. They do not have magic abilities. Their words are not greater, loftier, better than anyone else's. And so what makes this baptism so good? What makes this baptism so transforming, so new, so life-giving? It's the words themselves. In the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, point us to where we are to listen. And in Jesus' baptism, just like our own, we begin to hear words. Words, yes, of forgiveness, but words, too, of love. This is This is my child. I love them. The beloved. This is our inheritance in each of our baptisms. More than that, this is how God sees us. Forgiveness isn't there just because the words were mad and it became true. Forgiveness is there out of love for us and for each of God's children. Forgiveness isn't there because of some kind of contract God can't get out of. Forgiveness is there is because God is a good father that forgives children again and again and again. What makes our baptisms so miraculous is the love of God in our lives. The love of God for you. And for all, I want to ask you, how many times does it take in your experience telling someone that you love them for them to start to believe it? Could be one. I hear, I hear it all the time. It took one. I believed it the very first time. Well, I can believe things for a little bit for the first time too, but I want to hear it again. <laughs> and sometimes I hear I'm still counting <laughs> into the hundreds of thousands and I'm still counting and I'm still hoping that they believe that I love them. As many drops of water that have ever hit your body, that have ever crossed your hands, that have ever came down your face, that you have ever sweat, that you have ever breathed, as many drops of water as you have ever drank, bathed with, been a part of in your life, that is the number of times that God has told you again and again that you are loved and that you are God's. More than just forgiveness in our baptism, there is love. 
remember. The forgiveness is huge. Don't get me wrong. But love, love is there. This is my daughter. This is my son, my beloved. We are joint heirs with Christ in all that is his love. You are loved. So this week, there's not a call necessarily to go out and do miraculous things, be miraculous people, though I'm sure you will. Rather, hear as best you can, see, feel as best you can, understand as best you can, in your hearts as best you can, know the love of God. Spend time in the water. Spend time in the word. Spend time in the one that loves you. As many drops of water as has ever hit your body. You are loved. You are loved. And thanks be to God. Amen.